This is The Rational Perspective. I'm Alec Hogg. I met financial services entrepreneur Ian Kilbride in early 1997. His retail investment management company, Appleton, was the inaugural sponsor of the pioneering business radio show Market Update, which I started for South Africa's national broadcaster, SAFM. Being involved with Appleton gave me a front row seat to the company's listing on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Indeed, I remember going down to Cape Town and engaging with its staff on a number of occasions. That happened in early 1999, but its subsequent delisting, which came three years later, was a less salubrious affair. Being listed proved a difficult time for Kilbride, largely because of some unfortunate partnerships. But after a short break, he dusted himself off and started again, this time with a company called Warwick, and he took along some big lessons. I, I think um, initially you're quite angry because you, don't, you can't understand why they don't share your vision or, or why they're, 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 they're trying to pick holes in you. And then at the same time, you're also going, well, I've got to pick myself up and I've got to get on with it. You know, and there's the old adage, you know, it's, it's not the fact that you get knocked down, it's how quickly you get back up. So I had a, a lot of good people around me who helped me get back up. And then it was like, well, what am I going to do? And I, I did the usual thing is that when I got paid out, and you know, you th- I thought it was a genius, you know, look at this, you know, what I've done. Then you realize actually that I was really only given one talent and that was actually to build wealth management companies. So um, the management who had retained uh, Appleton um, had not done particularly well, and the thing basically ended up in the hands of PSG about 18 months later. And so several of those guys also contacted me, and they said, you know, do you want to start again? And I said, well, yeah, it looks about, about the right time. So in 2002, we started Warwick. But it was... Uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a big learning curve because you also realise that people that you thought you could rely on, people who you thought you were friends, were actually just people who were seeing you as an opportunity. I think the biggest lesson is choose very carefully who you choose to go into business with. Uh, choose very carefully who you invite onto your board. Um, choose very carefully those who you are, uh, are sharing your dreams and aspirations with because suddenly it becomes theirs, uh, and they think they can do it without you. So going into Warwick the second time around, I'd learnt all of that, and I also realised that we couldn't do what we'd just done at Appleton. Appleton Appleton was born out of uh, cold calling, it was born out of uh, a different type of sales environment that that was not going to exist in the future. So we had to find a unique way of, of building the company. And build a new company he certainly did. This new approach has worked a treat through a combination of organic growth and a hatful of small acquisitions. Well, when we spoke two and a half years ago, Warwick had already surpassed the old Appleton. Um, it's probably about twice the size as uh, Appleton was the time that uh, I sold out. It's uh, 125, 130 people nationally. Um, we are probably, um, well, we're probably one of the largest uh, companies in South Africa in terms of new monies flowing into us every single month. 
Um, we have specific targets that we want to meet in next year, which would hopefully double that by the end of next year. Um, we have a very simple game plan between 2016 and 2020, which is called Vision 2020. Um, and the idea of that is to keep growing and keep doing what we're doing, do it better, but not try and be all things to all people. This week, Kilbride secured his biggest deal yet, the acquisition of Katie's asset management. So I asked, how big an asset base does Warwick now manage? Over $30 billion, and um, I think that you know we're starting to get to a size where it's all making a lot more sense. And uh, the deal that we've done today, uh, you know, effectively um, takes us up a, up a notch or two, doesn't it? Thirty billion yen. Uh, that is a, by any terms, that's a sizable amount of assets under management. When you began Warwick, how, how long ago was it, and was this one of your targets? We started in two thousand and two. I can remember the first the first client who ever joined was two hundred fifty thousand band. That client uh, is still with us, and. Uh, I think really the idea at the beginning was just to see where it would go. I don't think that we set out in the early days with any specific plan. I think that's firmed up more, Alec. You know, you and I have spoken a few times over the last few years, and I think over the, the last three years, um, the growth rate has certainly picked up, and we're hoping that the next three years will continue in exactly the same vein. You know, we, we think that this is... One deal, the KD's deal today, is just one of a number that we're hoping to, to put to bed over the next 36 months. Now, I remember Ray and Frank KD's brothers who came from Zimbabwe and started KD's, listed it on the stock market, and they were essentially an asset management business, which is pretty much the business that you bought today. It, it, it has evolved over the years, though. What exactly is in there? Well, the reason why I particularly like the Katie's uh, business because I think that it's got a very strong brand and it's got a lot of very smart people in there. It's it's an extremely decent bunch of people, um, very bright and focused. But it's a, a business that we can develop because there's a lot of untapped product potential in there. Um, they've always been very smart guys in the alternative investment space in the structured product base and and also the money market uh, uh, area. I mean, you know, we, part of the acquisition is a suite of funds, one of which is the, the Katie's uh, Money Market Fund, which is number one over the last three, five, seven, ten years. And uh, I think that, you know, with, with Warwick's ability to market and distribute, I think that that thing could absolutely rocket now in size and there are several funds in there which are extremely sweet as well in terms of their quartile performance uh, all of these things you know are, are just absolute uh, manner from heaven in terms of uh, the warwick teams and their ability to distribute them how does it fit into your broader strategy i think really that the plan over the next three to five years is to get to um, somewhere in the region of 100 billion under management and then looking at how does the company offer a broad range of investment products 
particularly asset management and alternative strategy products. And then we will take it from there. Um, we've got a really fantastic, what we call the SMT, the senior management team. I mean, I was at KD's today and there were six of them meeting with the people, going through a deal with them, uh, creating such a positive vibe in such a professional way. And, you know, I, I'm just watching them learn all the time. And, and as they learn and as they mature, then the ability for it to do more deals and to do them uh, in even larger, uh, or when larger opportunities come along, uh, becomes easier. You mentioned that you got together and had a chat with the Cadiz people. Are you going to run two separate operations, or are you all getting into one heart, into one, or under one roof? I see, effectively, that it becomes one um, operation, and that uh, what we're looking at here is the utilisation of brands. To uh, so the Cadiz clients, we're just committing that we just want to do more of the same and even better in terms of the asset management capability. Um, and then look at what they've got wise, which is not really perhaps being distributed as, as much as it could be. Um, but I, it will be, you know, we've, we've always liked this idea of like one team, but then within that team, you know, people having specific skills and focusing on particular. So, um, you know, we, you could see in the future that we're using uh, the Warwick brand for one particular thing and the KD's brand for something else, but fundamentally just very strong team behind it with uh, with one vision. From a broader perspective, in South Africa right now, there's a lot of uh, optimism given the election of Cyril Ramaphosa as the president. Uh, what's your take on all of that? I think that, and if I can speak, just from a personal perspective, obviously. I think that often we do not give people in South Africa enough space and enough time to achieve something. And I have witnessed in South Africa in the 28 years that I've been here that each time that somebody's come into power, um, there's been an onslaught onto that person before they've even started doing anything. Um, sometimes right and sometimes wrong. And for a long, long time, business has wanted uh, the Zuma era to come to an end, and it has, and they have been given exactly what they wanted in, it, in, in its place. And almost immediately, we're supposed to start being skeptical and start running down the Ramaphosa era. And I'm not going to do that. I, I want to give man the chance. I want to see what he's actually doing. I want to know what his medium and long-term plans are. And I think that a South Africa under Sil Ramaphosa and under a well-run ANC is, is not a bad place for it to be whatsoever. And clearly that thought has been followed through to doing a deal which you, you're only going to do something like this if you do have confidence in the future. Yeah, you know, you know me. I mean, I've got um, four children. Um, <laughs> they're all South African passport holders. The, you know, our, our life is here. Our home is here. Um, we're heavily invested in South Africa through the Spirit Foundation, through its Spirit Education Foundation, through its Spirit Wildlife Fund. And this is our home, and we love it, and we back it. And, you know, I'm, I'm very anti 
the doom merchants. And I think that if we all basically did our own part to back South Africa, um, it's still an incredible future. It's still the most amazing country I've ever visited in my life. And it's 22 different African countries, never mind anywhere else. And it's got so much potential. And the, pe- the people and uh, the young, the young of South Africa, have got such an amazing future and they're such wonderful. But I think we should we should give it a go. Well, you certainly are. If you if you were to take Warwick pre the deal with KDs and Warwick post the deal, how much yep. have you expanded by? How much essentially, or how much bigger is the business now? Uh, probably about what well, in terms of assets under management, probably about thirty five, thirty five to forty percent, something like that. Um, in terms of people, um, far less. Um, I think what we've done is brought into asset management skills. Um, Warwick, uh, as you know, has, has quite a large uh, wealth type. Um, this is not a wealth deal whatsoever. This is a deal where obviously the Warwick wealth uh, guys their own uh, GM uh, based in Jova that they can maximize it because of the great product but this is a this is a asset management deal this is uh this is buying good funds this is buying in great people great experience good track record um an area of the business that I'm extremely committed to to growing we want to grow uh what we refer to as the retail business which is the distribution of our fund and fund suite as well as grow this alternative investment uh, suite of products. And KD's was just a logical fit. And, you know, now having met everybody there, I'm absolutely delighted. I mean, I'm, they're just such great people. And I think that they're going to, they're just going to fit in so well with the overall team. And it's looking very bright. And what's next, Ian? You've done a lot of deals in the last couple of years this is a, a big one by your standards what's next i think um we have a, a plan uh, that we wish to roll out over the next uh, 12 months, and that is a a whole bunch of acquisitions which we've identified uh they're not uh they're not particularly all of the the kd size but they are they are the businesses which will add a lot of value to the bottom line of, of, of Warwick. We have a, a business plan which we're committed to, not just over the 12 months, but over the next 36 months. And it, it's such a good business that we, we we believe that, you know, we just must do what we know we can do and get on with it uh, and see where we're at the end of that. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's so many different opportunities for Warwick. Opportunities indeed, and if the optimists are right, we'll look back on today's South Africa as a period when the timing of deals like Warwick's KD's acquisition was masterful. All it takes, it seems, is a little faith and the ability to ignore the noise. Well, that's what an optimist like Ian Kilbride will tell you anyway. At 55, the ultimate comeback kid, and he hasn't stopped yet. This has been The Rational Perspective. Until the next time, cheerio.